couldn't go to Tianmin because you have to book an appointment to go to a concrete slab. Sound of tune? Busy? It's a good sign. Visited the bookstore, of course. Oh, about the 400 renminbi. Apparently I made a mistake. And seven months of creative output. Do you think you could do it? It's a lot. Thursday, October 6, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. This here is my daily audio digest in which I yik-yak about some of the things that are going on here in Beijing, in China, and also in some of the arts and other geopolitical events as well that uh, yesterday I was going on about um, Elon Musk's recent um, interjection in the whole Russian invasion of Ukraine. I'm not sure why he's even saying that, but if you want to have a listen to that, I refer you back to yesterday's episode, uh, October 5th. That's what it was. And if you want to hear any of the uh, archives, you can head on over to my website, stephensersky.com. That's where I post everything else. Yes, uh, we were supposed to go to Tianmin uh, Square today, but uh, we couldn't because as we checked in the morning, we should have checked this before. I don't know why we didn't. Um, and it kind of makes sense because uh, what's happening is that uh, there's a lot of out-of-town visitors going on. And uh, it just wasn't uh, one of these things where uh, we could be able to... We, we should have known, but we didn't think of it at that time, basically. So uh, that uh, all that being the case, uh, what happened is that we ended up just kind of going to... Uh, um, was it uh the tune instead and uh having well a day out there um i think there's a flower display that's going on there uh, and that will be going on for a couple more weeks i'm not sure probably till i'm guessing till the end of uh um probably middle of october it won't it won't stretch much longer than that uh especially since well there is the uh the the meeting that's happening on October 15th, so it might actually stay a bit longer. Maybe they'll keep it there uh, for a little while longer. Maybe not, though. I'm just starting to think of how that could be, how that could uh, go wrong in so many ways. But that being the case, on the on the other hand, San Latour, uh, San Latour, San Latour, uh, busy today. Uh, good to see because uh, it, it kind of shows that there is a, a vibrance going on in the economy. People were out, lots of young people, some older people as well. Um, and, uh, the, the one big thing that, uh, we saw that was different today was that the Uniqlo store at Taikuli, uh, changed and it, uh, it's now, it moved one block to the southwest. Oh, good question. Which way is that facing? Yeah, one, yeah, one block to the west, I guess, um, and that that way. So it's not as you walk in from Tuanjiahu subway station. So if you're going that way west from Tuanjiahu, uh, you, you you normally saw it. There was going to be the uh, Taikuli big sign for Taikuli and Uniqlo, and then the I think it's the Under Armour store or the Nike store, one of the two. Uniqlo is no longer there. It's been moved. Now it's uh, Baby Monster or something like that. Monster Baby. One of these things. One of these new brands. Don't know what it is entirely. Uh, to, t- to tell you the truth, I'm not even sure if it's open. It was busy. Uh, a lot of people walking around. One thing I noticed today was actually that there was no... Um, there, there weren't any old men taking pictures of young women this time. And... and Young women weren't strutting around. Maybe, I'm not sure if they shut this down for 
the National Day break, which doesn't make sense. Um, but typically, if you go to Tai Kuli, uh, this or San Latour, uh, this is where you would have a bunch of. I'm guessing they're photographers of some sort. Now, whether the, whether they're reputable photographers or not, I don't know. Never been able to understand it. Uh, but usually, what they do is they take pictures of fashionable looking people that are walking uh, usually into Salvatore uh, or into a Taikuli area. Been going on for years as far as I remember. Um, it's it's never really changed and no one's ever complained as far as I know. So I'm, I guess it's just sort of one of the... I Maybe it's part of the uh, whole allure of being in Taikuli. Is that the paparazzi? Is the Taikuli paparazzi? Is that what it is? Could be. Could very well be. Um... Not entirely sure to tell you the truth, but uh, that's what, uh, it wasn't there today. So, um, walked around quite a bit. Um, we went to, uh, of course, we went to the bookstore. I don't know, I, I don't know, but if whenever I know there's a bookstore around, I'd pop in anyway, uh, see what's available, available, try to convince myself to buy a book, and then usually, not just because of the cost, but because of my time, I, I, I get the better of myself and go, no, you're not buying any books today because... If you do, uh, it's you're not going to read it for a long time anyway. And I'm I'm a bit of a slow reader. Uh, as a result, uh, it's uh, it's one of these things where I know that if I don't read the book right away, it won't be read at all. And I'm still looking at these other books that I bought months ago, I haven't finished them. And so I, the one book I was looking at today was uh, Richard Dawkins' The Selfish Gene, and it was 120 quid. I'm like, okay. And of course, as most people. Checked, uh, jumped on Jing Dong and checked how much it was. Sure enough, it was 50 quai cheaper there. Um, but I'm still like, you know, even if I bought it, even if I bought it to uh, to have it delivered, you know, by morning to uh, tomorrow morning, I don't have the time. I don't. I, I, I'm doing this Delta thing. I'm trying to study Chinese at the same time uh, and doing all these little projects here. It's very little time to um, be reading recreationally that much, to tell you the truth, at least for books like that. I'd like to read it, but maybe this stuff is going to have to hold off until uh, maybe March or April of next year uh, once I'm done with a lot of the, the, the Delta stuff, provided that I pass all of the modules for uh, the Delta in good order and without having to do any retests or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys still read physical books? Is it something that you uh, normally buy as well? How many? Let's put it this way. How many books have you bought that are still in your apartment that you haven't read yet? <laughs> have you even looked at them again? It's nice to have a bookshelf. Don't get me wrong. It's one of these things. Um, I've heard it before uh, that uh, you know part of uh, creating teaching plans as well. Uh, is that uh, it help you, you want to put yourself in a good frame of mind too so if you talk about things like that you're interested like music or space or books or old buildings and stuff like that um etc like old architecture and stuff like that because of traveling like tra travel through Europe um it, it puts you in a good headspace that you're able to also uh you know be congenial in the conversation likewise with having a bookshelf you know where you you look at these books that you have on your shelf even if you haven't read them they take you back to either when you were thinking about reading them or they take you into the headspace of you know i like to i want to read that book because this is what i've heard about it so far um, and that you know it, it sort of helps you 
transport from the current moment into uh, a bit more of a headspace, I guess you can say. I don't know. Do you, do you guys get the same thing at all? <laughs> Maybe I am wrong. I need to make a correction. <clears throat> 400 renminbi. So uh, my girlfriend sometimes listens to these things. Not very often, but uh, I, I kind of test her to see how much uh, she uh, understands. And given that I do speak sometimes uh, rather quickly, uh, she's like, sometimes she doesn't catch at all. But she did catch this yesterday, whereas uh, yesterday I was mentioning that uh, would you rather me spend 400 renminbi on flowers or on beer? And she said, beer. I thought she meant for me. She meant for herself. So her idea was that it wasn't 400 renminbi on these flowers, like these cactuses and stuff like that that I, I spent. Uh, but um, because I, mean, I did buy like a whole bunch of them. And I figured, well, you know, I mean, these are life they're good. They'll make the place look better. And, you know, it's a, it's a cheap upgrade to the apartment, right? And it's not like spending 400 quai on beer, which at the end of the night, what, what do you have to uh, show for it sort of thing? Turns out she wanted me to spend that on her over time, 400 renminbi. I'm like, well, how about this? I just make more money and then that way it's not an issue. Uh, she didn't like that answer either. So, uh, well, either way, it was she wanted the 400 renminbi to be spent elsewhere uh, rather than on these plants and I thought well no I want the plants because the plants again they're not alcohol and if I'm going to you know it's kind of like you can go to a bar and spend 400 quai but what's going to happen right by these plants I mean I got something nice to look at right and, take, and plants are kind of like books as well I mean they put you into a headspace you know uh, these cactuses, especially since some of these cactuses that I bought, uh, they're, they're col colorful and unique. So, I, I mean, I, again, I was picking out ones that aren't uh, very, um, like I've, I haven't seen before. Not like I've collected ca cactuses before, but uh, there, there were a few that uh, looked kind of neat. So I'm like, you know, I, they, they kind of add some ambiance to the place. Who knows? Maybe they'll feature in a future podcast. Good question. Uh, they, they very well could. All right, seven months of creative output. So yesterday, or a couple days ago, I mentioned this Inktober, um, uh, not challenge, yeah, this challenge. It's, so you're supposed to draw a picture every single day or an illustrated picture every single day throughout the month of October. October is also Sober October, uh, where some people stop drinking for a month. Um, that's a different argument. But Inktober, they do actually publish, there's a sort of a central website, and I think it's also on Reddit, where you can find these things, and you can find the current year's uh, list of um, what the, so, so the the different challenges for each and every day, and they give you a theme, and it's kind of neat because this Inktober um, has similarities. I'm not sure if it predates NaNoWriMo or whatever, um, or at how January also starts to fit, fits into this. But this is where I've been drawing a lot of my ideas from my uh, own creative projects, notably December drumming. Uh, then uh, also March Motion. I tried to do April After Effects and that failed because it was just so much, uh, it was just terrible to try to get that program to work. Uh, and then May You Make Your Movie, which is sort of my my uh, film or video challenge throughout the month of May. The idea, again, is to create something every single day, to force yourself to create something, to produce something, going with the idea that out of all of the things that you do, 70 cents, uh, seventy percent is going to be garbage. Uh, twenty percent is going to be okay, 
and then 10% is going to be actually good and like viewable, listenable, watchable, readable, blah, 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 you know, you name it. Um, whether or not, uh, but the idea is that you have to be consistent and you have to publish. NaNoWriMo is coming up in November. That's the one that I kind of want to take part in uh, because one of the things that uh, I came across a blog post by a guy named James Altucher. And I'm sure I've mentioned this guy's name before. He's the guy who came up with the idea of writing down uh, 10 ideas a day uh, to exercise the brain muscle. And I still do that every now and then. I did it, I think it was last month. I was actually, uh, I had a few 10 idea a days. Um, same with in August as well. <clears throat> and usually I'll just publish them and see where they go. I mean, I don't really take them. I don't do much with them other than just try to think of some of the, the, the things that put into writing what I've been thinking sort of thing. And the idea being with the 10 ideas, just to digress a little bit, is that getting up to six ideas is very easy. Seven gets difficult. Eight, nine, and 10, that's where you're starting to struggle to create something new every single day. And then doing that several days in a row, doing that for six months in a row, Sounds easy. Oh, it's just ideas. Go ahead. Try it. Which, again, goes back to these uh, challenges, these month-long challenges that uh, pop up. So I have, let's see, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight challenges that I have written down here. Inktober, NaNoWriMo, so Inktober in October, NaNoWriMo in November, December drumming for uh, December, January, which takes place in January. February, I have an idea. It was like uh, maybe filming February or finish February is like usually when you finish all your creative projects that you started. Uh, March, motion. April, after effects. And may you make your movie throughout the month of May. So that's that's eight months of every day producing something. Sounds like quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. And this year and even last year, I know uh, I was falling behind um, I wonder, like, I don't, since I don't take part in Inktober, whether I could do NaNoWriMo and all the other ones I just mentioned, is it possible to do seven months of producing content every single day, every day, and publishing it? Now, if I got rid of the publishing, it might be a lot easier, to tell you the truth. Uh, a lot of people do like to publish it because uh, it does help in sort of keeping you going and stuff like that. But I've noticed that especially sometimes around here in, in Beijing and in China, the internet can be finicky, and as a result, it gets aggravating. So it's easier to just go ahead and make this uh, whatever it is and then post it later on, uh, and then that way it's it's done, but then you can deal with uploading and all the tech stuff later on. So NaNoWriMo, if I go ahead with this, this is the one idea that I came up with. Uh, is that uh, James Altucher has this thing, how to write a book in 30 days. And the idea being that he has, let's see, what is it? Five steps. So step one, pick a topic. Any topic that you're interested in. It could be something that you care about, expert in, or would like to learn more about, right? So he even talks about podcasting, comedy, uh, entrepreneurship, writing, habits, um, travel, Right. Um, the next, he says, pick an ancient text. And if you've never, you've seen these books before. You've seen them all. You know what the, where I'm going with this. You know where he's going with it. But have you ever thought about doing it yourself? <coughs> Excuse me. So pick an ancient text. 
one that millions of people have read, or something like that. Um, let's the Tao Te Ching, Tao Te Ching, Tao Te Ching, the Art of War, the Yoga Sutras, you know, the uh, Bhagavad Gita, maybe even the Bible. <coughs> the uh, yes, I did cough because it, that was an actual cough. Um, the Analects of Confucius, Quran, etc. Like all these different uh, classic books. It could be Book of Five Rings, Journey to the West, maybe. Um, Outlands of the Marsh, Outlands of the, you know, I don't know, uh, Chaoyang District, Outlands of the Chaoyang Park. Take your, take a, pick a, a neighborhood, pick a hutong in Beijing and write um, a fiction novel about that. That's different. This is not fiction. This is, well, I, I guess it could be fiction as well. Okay, so that, step two, pick an ancient text. Step three, find analogies between your topic and your ancient text. And so uh, he, he talks about um, interest. Uh, uh, take a look at uh, chapter six of the Art of War: weak points and strong points. And he goes on about Richard Branson um, taking his Virgin Atlantic and competing against uh, British Airways. Uh, so you can sort of the idea is to do a one-to-one mapping between the different points in the text and in the stories from the topic that you're uh, you're interested in. Uh, number four, uh, make it easy. Write one small chapter a day, maybe, maybe even a tiny chapter. I mean, how many books have you opened up and saw that, you know, one chapter is one page or something like that? And you're going, this, I'm not paying for that. Come on. Yep, these books are published and they could be 250 pages of this or whatever, for whatever reason, right? But make it easy, make it simple. Uh, and then step five, write 30 chapters or less, he says. Uh, if he was using one-to-one analogy with the Art of War, he would have 18 chapters, but he would have sub-chapters to fill out the skeleton. Uh, so it doesn't have to be big. Zen and the Art of Archery is uh, 60 pages, he mentioned. And then he says, after you're done all this, uh, you upload to Amazon for Kindle and paperback, upload the audiobook to Audible, and now you have a book charged $3.99. And the best way to write to market your first book is to write your next book. There you go. So five steps. I mean, again, it's pick a topic, pick an ancient text, find analogies, make it easy, write 30 chapters, publish. That's done. So I was thinking about doing that this year with uh, NaNoWriMo. Last year, I did a creative work. This year, I might do something along this, uh, these lines, and I might, I'm, I have some ideas of what I could do, uh, whether or not it's going to work out. Very good question. Uh, but uh, it's it's it makes it very easy all of a sudden to uh, uh, sort of succeed in this. All right, so I'm going to leave it there, folks. Um, I appreciate it uh, for you taking the time and having a listen today. I will put the link for this uh, uh, James Altucher's original post up on my website, so you guys can have a look at what that is uh, and uh, take a look at the, some of the other advice and the comments that he received on that post originally. So uh, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, uh, stevensersky.com. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, And of course, I hope you guys are enjoying the last few days of National Day break. And if you're not in Beijing, um, enjoying, is it going to be, it's Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend, I believe. So Canadian Thanksgiving is October 9th. So seven, eight, nine, I guess you guys are having the day off on Monday which is uh, great to great to see. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope, I think the weather has taken a bit of a turn for the, the cold in uh, in Canada, for many parts of Canada. So good. <laughs> Stay warm, I guess, right? 
All right, folks, thanks again. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensersky.com, and, on, of course, on all of the uh, major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, and elsewhere. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.